Okay, so we're going to be talking about my toxic traits. I'm hoping that I'm able to... I am! Uh, yeah, let's go. Okay, so I'm opening up my notes app to start talking about my toxic traits. Okay, so... Disclaimer. I... <laughs> I'm extremely philosophical. Like, I, I just... Bro, psychology is just it for me, you know? Like, I love trying to, like, understand how people think and how people work. And I just really want to know everything inside of someone's mind, you know? That's why, like, I that's why I listen to my own podcast so, so much. Because, like, it's unfiltered. Like, I, I don't fucking edit my podcasts at all. I'm pretty sure that it's obvious and I didn't even say, I didn't need to say that. Um, <laughs> but... I love the unfiltered, the scrambled, scattered, but also, like, how amazingly I am able to connect dots in ways that are, I guess, like, overlooked by many people. And, you know, a unique perspective, in a sense, probably not that unique, but unique enough to where it just, ugh. You know what? When someone can, like connect dots in a sense to where light bulbs will go off for me that's like an automatic w like i respect you in a whole different type of way if you can like make light bulbs go off for me and that's one reason why i value my work besties so much her name is megan i value her so much because the way she's able to like make dots connect is incredible and insane because you know we grew up pretty differently and have different type of backgrounds and we also indulge in different activities we're extremely different but the way our mind works is just so similar and crazy too because like we can literally read each other's minds <laughs> and well it's more about reading the energy but like she can literally read my mind and I can literally read her mind sometimes too and it's just like ugh. Anyway, I listen to my own podcast because I love the way that I speak. I love how I form sentences and uh, it just, you know, it does something for me. Damn, what was the topic? What was I even talking about? I'm so in love with myself. Like, I'm just so off track. <laughs> but we're going to be talking about my toxic traits. And um, I, you know, don't claim to be non-toxic I don't think that I'm toxic I just you know have a little bit of toxic toxic tendencies but I'm also traumatized fuck like let me be let me have my fucking traumatic moments and experiences and you not fucking judge me for it or hate me for it or try to leave me for it anyway that's a really long intro but let's get into it while ago I made this list in my notes app of all of my toxic traits and there were a lot a significant amount to be honest if we're if we're being honest starting <laughs> starting at the top withholding how I feel because I'm invalidating myself I oftentimes will try to see everyone's perspective in a situation and because of how passionate I get about, you know, people's perspective and understanding what they're saying, 
I then think like fuck damn maybe I'm wrong when really your perception is your reality 100% of the time and if no one's ever told you this a quick little explanation of perception your perception is your reality whether or not it's true for other people is it doesn't fucking matter your perception is your fucking reality how you perceive things is how you perceive things and that is what the fuck it is no one can negate that and no one can take that from you now it's up to you to do your due diligence and you know make sure that one plus one equals two but and you know a kind of analogy that i use is people who are schizophrenic their perception is their reality just because you can't see the people they're talking to or experience the things that they're experiencing does not mean that they are not talking to those people, not hearing those people, or not experiencing those things. Their perception is their reality. It is 100% real for them. That is their reality. That's all they know. And that's what they hold to believe true. You can't negate that. You can't take that away from them. And that's just that I'm fucking that. So, when dealing with people and understanding their perceptions and POVs, don't invalidate yourself what the fuck you perceive is what the fuck you perceive your perception is your reality and whether or not the perception of things is 100% accurate is it doesn't fucking matter because your perception is your fucking reality don't let people try to twist it around or flip it upside down do a backflip with it whatever the fuck the case may be understand that when you perceive shit that is how the fuck it is and you may address it you may bring it to you know light and try to understand what the fuck is going on you can do all that shit but also in the same sense understand that that no one owes you an explanation of anything uh but back to topic uh sometimes i will feel a little claustrophobic and need my space But I will start to tell myself, yeah, but they just, and they just, and that. And then start, like, you know, understanding different perspectives and point of views and shit like that. And then, like, okay, well, maybe I'm being the jackass. And then causing myself to suffer, in a sense. (sighs) And that's just not good because then it just causes me to explode, you know? Number two, being mad slash cutting people off for not treating me how I want how i would treat myself i guess that's kind of toxic um if someone is treating me in a manner that i wouldn't treat them is really the most toxic part of it i hold the door open for you and you don't hold the door open for me (laughs) that's disrespectful to me in my eyes however maybe you just you know weren't and see there i go again but it's true uh, maybe you, you know, just didn't grow up with that type of chivalry, <laughs> you know, and I can't fault you for that. You, you're not a bad person because of that. And, you know, every relationship is going to have, uh, compromises, but you can't fault the other person entirely for them not, you know, for you expecting them out of you or you out of them. I can't expect you to do shit the way I would do it because I'm me. I'm the only me that there ever was. I'm the only me that there ever will be. So I can't expect you to do shit that I would do. 
because that's how I would do it. And if you do it differently, that's fine. That's not wrong. So it's important to understand that, especially with me trying to, well, not trying, but like, you know, being open to being in a relationship, even though I've never been in a relationship before. Which may be surprising to some of y'all, but I've never been in a relationship before. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I don't give a fuck whose feelings it hurts. If you and I did not say that we're boyfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, and you're in our fucking uh, official date, is it in the fucking bio? Then we've never dated. Okay, I've had one relationship with a girl in middle school, and I've never dated anyone since. Okay. <laughs> I got off topic. Anyway, number three is saying yes when I really mean no and then flaking. I do this so much. I think that's the Libra in me because sometimes I just don't know how to say no. And it's difficult to difficult for me to like tell bitches no, especially people when I know their intentions are just so genuine but it's just like girl I don't want to hang out <laughs> I'm sorry but I just don't want to mingle like I'm 100% capable of like playing it off like if someone invites me out I'd be like girl I ain't going nowhere I'm gonna be in the house like I'm I'm you know able to do that but sometimes when people like ask me directly like hey do you want to hang out today and they know that I'm not doing anything. It's so hard for me to tell them no. I'd be like, uh, yeah, let me see. And then, like, you know, knowing the whole fucking time that it's no. I have to stop doing that. Because I'm not doing anybody any favors. I'm not saving anybody from any fucking pain. I'm not sparing anybody. And also, I shouldn't... I don't have to worry about that. I think I also don't say no. Because I feel like I have to provide an explanation. Understand that no is a complete sentence. You can tell a bitch no, and that be that on fucking that. You don't need to explain why. You don't have to have. You don't have to have a reason. You don't have to give an excuse. You don't have to give a whole fucking itinerary on why you said no. If you if someone asks you something and you say no, that is what the fuck it is. Period. Um. <laughs> uh. Number four is being bored, flirting with someone. They catch feelings. I go ghost. I do this so much. And I flirt in two type of, like, ways, kind of. Um, sometimes I'm just... Nine times out of ten, like, people who know me in, a, in real life know that I'm, like, pretty, like, in a good mood, like, all the time. Like, I'm pretty upbeat, pretty happy. Um, and it's genuine. It's not me faking it or anything like that. Sometimes it is, but, like, nine times out of ten, bitch, I'm just happy, you know? I'm in a good mood nine times out of ten. And when I'm in a good mood, I'm, like, a little flirty. But it's not, like, anything sexual. Like, that's sick. But, like, you know, I'll see, like, an old couple. I'm like, wow, I really like your hair today. Like, you look so beautiful. And your lipstick looks amazing. Shit like that. Like, I told someone today that their lipstick looked really good and it made their lips look bigger. And it, <laughs> it is what the fuck it is. And I wasn't, like, I was flirting. Like, I know that that's, like, flirting. But it's not, like... That's just me being in a good mood and sharing my good mood with people, you know? Like, it's kind of important to me that people are happy also, which I don't know why, because that leads to a whole world of shit. But, um, yeah, sometimes I just like, you know, like giving out compliments and I like making people feel good. And sometimes it just comes off as pretty flirty and I get it. And sometimes it can get me in trouble, but it's pure and no ill intention but the other type of flirting that i do is when i am just bored as shit 
and know that someone like Loki kind of likes me and I'll just like reply <laughs> and that be that but I swear I'm not like that toxic like I don't just like entertain people for fun but like sometimes I just entertain people for fun but I just reply that's all because like y'all know I don't re- be replying but I'll just reply I will reply to people that um I don't know that like know me like or that I know like, if I don't really know you, like, I won't reply. And I'm sorry about it. Like, I don't mean any disrespect. It's just, like, what are we talking about, you know? Um, Especially if you hit me up first. If, I didn't, if I've never made the initiative to, like, get to know you. Like, I'm not saying that I never will. But, like, if I just haven't yet, even though I do want to know you and, you know, want to talk to you, I just won't. Not unless we're in person. Like, my vibe in person, it just, it's so, you can't catch my vibe over a fucking text. Like, come on now. Let me go being off topic again, being in love with myself. Uh, number five, loving emotionally unavailable people. I, oh my God. <laughs> and the only reason why I know that I am attracted to emotionally unavailable people is because I'm a really emotional person. Actually, that's a fat ass lie. I'm not emotional. I want to be emotional and I want people to be really loving and, you know, kind of clingy toward me. Um, but also, I like emotionally unavailable people because they're unavailable. And not only does that require no commitment for me, but, like, it also protects me in a way. Because, like, I already know they're unavailable, unobtainable. So, I don't have to, like, you know, I guess get my hopes up that we'll be in a relationship or something like that. Because I already know that it's not going to work out. And that's a really toxic trait because I'm already anticipating on you leaving me. So I'm already moving in a way for me to be left, you know, if that makes any sense. (sighs) Um, Number six, being bisexual. You know what? I'm not gay. (laughs) I'm not homosexual. I mean, if you really had to put me in a box and... I guess I would be, like, pansexual because, let me tell you, I will date anybody that I find attractive and has a good personality, but you have to have the two together. Like, you can't be one or the other. Um, And I don't give a fuck how people perceive that, like, oh, you shouldn't be focused on looks. Like, if I'm not sexually attracted to you, then we just won't be in a relationship because if I'm in a relationship with you, I want to have sex with you. And if I'm not physically attracted to you, then we're not having sex. And if we're not having sex, then we're not in a fucking relationship. Like, that. Just I, that's the way I view relationships. Like, whether or not you view it that way. Take what resonates and apply it, and whatever doesn't, dismiss it. Moving on. I'm bisexual, not gay. <laughs> uh, but I feel like I've been villainized, in a way. Because the guys that I would be with are, I don't want to say always because that's so black and white thinking and then that, you know, people that actually listen to my fucking podcast or even fucking sneaky links. People that listen, I don't, I, I, it's never my intention or goal to offend anyone. Um, I just, you know what, I'm going to say what the fuck I'm going to say and if anybody's mad about it, fuck you, don't give a fuck. I mean, I do give a fuck. Shout out to <laughs> the bad bitches that was lucky enough to, but anyway, being bisexual it's kind of tricky because me personally, I feel like I give off sus. 
you know, like if you saw me walking on the street and I, you know, didn't speak, actually, I can speak a little bit. Like we can have like a little conversation and, you know, you think, okay, maybe he, I don't know. Is he gay? Is he bi? I don't know. Like you can't really clock me, you know, and I definitely ain't giving off bent wrist. Like I can if I want to, but nine times out of 10, like that's not my genuine vibe. And so I feel like I kind of am like, you know, a little bit, I just, I give off a little sus. And even with giving off a little sus, I still attract women and I still attract men. However, them fucking girls, like the type of, like, I hate having a type, but like my type of girls are like the girls I love, love, dark skin, sexy ass lips. (laughs) And that's pretty much the fuck it. Um, And those type of women, the women that I attract, they just aren't going for it. It's like, nah, brag, you gay. you like, man, you did all this shit. Like, you had sex with guys. Like, you're fucking gay. Like, I just can't do it. And, bro, that's so fucking sick. Because, like, not all women that I've talked to and, you know, had sneaky links with were, you know, thinking like that and shit like that. But I just know that I feel, especially with black women, it's just like that kind of is running in the back of their mind and so I don't ever try for a relationship with women and that's just you know how it's been and with guys (laughs) for whatever reason when people when guys find out that I'm bi I'm automatically a slut automatically just out here throwing my asshole to anybody just doing the fucking most and just like that's so far from the truth like And it's just so fucking, like, miserable being bisexual. And so because of that misery, it's one of my toxic traits. But that doesn't even make any sense because people have made it a toxic trait for me. But motherfuckers just have been making it feel like that's wrong. (laughs) Like, you have to be one or the other. And I just ain't. Like, I really do wish that I was just gay. Like, it would be so much more beneficial to me. So much more easier and I wouldn't have to worry about how the shit that I have to worry about if I was just like fucking men, <laughs> you know? Fuck. Okay, moving on to number six. Um, I'm really materialistic. So, I just, and you know what? And it's fine too. I just will never, and I don't, I really, I don't want to say it out loud, but it's fine. I said it, I already said it was fine. I don't want to date anybody who has a fucking Android. (laughs) And it's not even about it being an Android. It's just about, like, the the quality. This is, like, what is this? What's the word for this? This is uh, discrimination. It's not racism, but it's discrimination. I'm discriminating against a group of people because of the type of phone they use. Damn, that's crazy. That's actually kind of sick. And I need to get help. But I just really, I just, I I can't date anybody with an Android. Because, like, you can't FaceTime me. And I can't see when you're typing. There's just, like, a couple of elements. (laughs) There's just a couple of elements that's missing. You know what my problem is? I think I'm trying to replicate one of my, okay, let's add this to the list. So, you know, I'm really materialistic and it's not, you don't have to have a nice car. You don't have to have nice clothes. Like you don't have to have name brands, but you do have to dress nice. You have to, you know, 
just beyond my caliber and that just is what the fuck it is there's no tino shade and no like exclusion you just have to be on my caliber in order for me to fuck with you heavy like that moving on i'm adding this into the list another one of my toxic traits is trying to replicate my relationship with my best friend and turn that into something that i can have with a significant other i think that is the biggest red flag that i have because my best friend and i like we're literally the same fucking person i say that all the time but it really is true like her and i we're the same fucking person and i wish that she was a fucking twinky ass white boy brunette <laughs> because i would be in there like swimwear that's why i i want to date a cancer i'm gonna try to i'm gonna find me a cancer anyway we have the perfect friendship where we're literally like brothers and sisters like we're fucking twins and i'm not exaggerating at all like they're literally her and i are the same fucking person and it's so fucking crazy too because we grew up so differently but we grew up so similarly anyway i'm getting off topic i'm trying to replicate that and put that into a significant other and you know have them meet those expectations of reading my mind thinking what the fuck i'm thinking having the same sort of like circadian rhythm like if you also like if you're not gonna be up until 4 a.m like bitch we, we just won't work out because like i i'm up with a capital u i'm always up and so if you can't mimic the circadian rhythm that i have from time to time you don't always have to like i crazy really 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 crazy i'm crazy Anyway, I just need you to be able to be on the same wavelength from time to time. And I'm good with that, truly. It's just with her and I, we're on the same wavelength 100% of the time. And it's crazy as shit. So that's another one of my toxic traits. What are we on, number seven? Um, People-pleasing. Another one of my toxic traits. People-pleasing is a form of manipulation. If you know, you know. People-pleasing is a form of manipulation because you are trying to get someone to like you and you're manipulating situations to benefit, (laughs) you know, yourself, essentially, because people-pleasing does what? For me, people-pleasing gives me validation. I go out of my way to make someone validate me, but also to make them like me. And I do it so often to literally everyone that I've ever came in contact with. I've purposefully made you like me. And I know how to make everyone like me. I think that's why I'm so, like, popular in many aspects. Because I know how to make anyone like me. And it's kind of scary. But I people please. I manipulate all day, every day. Like, if we're friends, I manipulated you into being my friend. (laughs) And that's just that on fucking that. And it's toxic. I don't know how to stop doing it and it but i don't you know what i shouldn't have said that like i i retract my entire statement yes i'm a people pleaser yes i do sometimes consciously manipulate people however it's a condition that i have like it's a fucking disease you know i people please yes to make them like me but it also gives me validation like i said like that serotonin release that dopamine release it's intoxicating for me so i'm gonna continue to do it that's why people please so fucking hard. But yeah, like I, I do sometimes consciously, but some most of the time I unconsciously like go out of my way to make someone happy, to make someone pleased. Toxic. 
number eight, um, making other people's problems my problems. I don't really do that as much. When I made this list, it was back, uh, actually, I think I made it earlier this year, but I don't do that anymore. Um, so we're skipping that one. Um, always be nice, a form of manipulation, add on to people pleasing, but sometimes I stay away from any sort of controversial conversation or I just, I don't know, sometimes I just would rather not, you know, and I validated with you pick and choose your battles, but it's just really me being a scary weak bitch. And I have to stop that. Like, I have to stop always being nice. Like, sometimes people deserve to be disrespected. I'm not the type of person to be disrespectful, but I damn sure ain't the bitch to be disrespected. So if you disrespect me, sometimes you just deserve a little bit of my Tyler sass. And when I tell you that that's... Bitch, my, my sass is on point every single motherfucking time. It's professional, it's really disrespectful, and it just will clear you right the fuck up every fucking time, too. And sometimes people deserve that. And I'm gonna start giving it to you hoes. <laughs> just like that. Um, number nine, not saying what I want, fear of conflict and or abandonment. This plays into a really big part you know, in season one, if you guys don't know, we're in season two right now, because I, you know, kind of have different, ad- or a different mindset, and, uh, I have the same core values and stuff, but we're in season two because I'm a little bit elevated, so season one, I was so fucking butthurt and devastated when people would unfriend me and block me on Snapchat, and it's still the same, don't get me wrong, I just had a situation, and, damn, did it, like, really, like, fucking, like, put a fucking dent in my fucking soul, (laughs) like, it made the void even deeper, um, but, I am less distraught about it, in a sense, like, it still stings, but I don't get butterflies in my stomach, basically, that's all, like, when I find out that... And also, it's Snapchat has a new update, so now when people remove you, it's just a little X. And sometimes I don't see the X, so I just remove the conversation, and I never even know that they, like, fucking block me. And I never hear from them again until I, you know, decide to go through my recently added, and they're at the top of the list, because I added them three years ago, and they said they were loving me forever. Anyway, um, yeah, that hurt. Moving on. <laughs> um... Actually, you know what? Let's keep on that for a little bit because sometimes I don't go all the way in with like how I'm feeling because I'm afraid that it'll hurt someone else's feelings or that they'll leave me. And that's really fucking toxic because again, I'm not doing anybody favors. I'm not, there's no value in that. There's no purpose. There's no point. There's no reason also. Like say what the fuck you feel and move how the fuck you feel, you know? And we'll just keep it at that number nine i think or ten whatever i don't know um cutting people off because of the slightest inconvenience again with me you know as i talked about a couple times previously i have ideas of people and when they don't meet up to those expectations i cut them the fuck off but also when i feel very upside down or if my routine is significantly shooken up 
by a person you're going bye-bye like if you fuck up my routine if you turn my fucking life upside down or even if you slightly inconvenience me like i don't know make me drive or (laughs) no specifics um and i wasn't being for real but like i'm trying to think of an example like if you break my fucking door and you make me pay for a new and i gotta go to the new one like yeah we're not gonna be together like any minor but really significant inconvenience i'll just like you know bottle up and hide away and slowly pull away and cut you the fuck off but i'm trying really really hard to be more vocal open and authentic with my situationships and relationships because and also i'm not i am but i ain't like i'm ready for a relationship i can be in a relationship and you know maintain healthy boundaries and just like that possibly but we just have to go to that stage first to make sure but i just i'm cool you know i'm chilling right now like i'm down for an fwb <laughs> um or something serious but it just it it has to i'm not i'm not settling for less like i know the type of fucking person that i want and the i know where they fit in at and you either fit in or you don't and if you don't then it just is what the fuck it is and maybe we could just fuck on the low but other than that like it's not gonna be anything serious so i just need I but I think it's fucking toxic though but I just need someone to check my boxes but that sounds so fucking toxic because like you know what the fuck do I have to offer what do I bring to the fucking table it's not all about what they bring to the table but what can I offer you know so I don't know we'll revisit that but anyway just more little stories hit my DMs and I'm just playing and I'm dead ass just playing <laughs> Anyway, that's it for the list. That was those were all my toxic traits that I believe that I have, and a couple more. I'm pretty self aware, so I think that people. Wow, we should have like a segment where people just like fucking roast the shit out of me, and I'm gonna bring all of my like situationships and sneaky links up here, and we're gonna have a little podcast and see how that goes. But you know, I'm pretty self aware, and those were the toxic traits that I feel were most prevalent at the time. I think I made this, like, earlier in the year, and early in the year, I was in a situation, and I understood that I was pretty toxic, and that's why she did what the fuck she did, um, but it's fine, not her anymore, move on, but, I mean, it's just shit to work on, you know, and I'm never going to be 100% perfect, the toxic traits that I think that I possess, there might be a fucking dozen more from two other people up the street, that you know have had an encounter with me for a period of time that will then allow them to make an analysis and consensus about my personality and my toxic traits and therefore on but i think that those are the most prevalent and it's good to realize your fault your flaws and faults and i was gonna say flaws but (laughs) i i don't really like that they're not flaws they're just traits that just happen to be toxic you know but it is what the fuck it is um but understand to not pick yourself apart everybody has toxic traits everybody has toxic tendencies and it is what the fuck it is it's just as long as you're aware about it and you try not to do it purposely 
those are the two biggest things. And I'm aware. I try not to do it purposefully. I'm just a little, you know, I'm bisexual. I'm a, I'm a bisexual king. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs>